Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm super, super excited to be here today after my Costa Rican experience, and I want to share with you a couple of different insights and learnings that I took away from my Costa Rica experience. But before we're jumping into today's podcast topic, I want to make sure to make a very special announcement. It's only one week to go before I'm starting a special three-day mini-series on how to manage stress at work before going into the Christmas holiday. So on November 4th, 2019 at 8.30 Pacific Standard Time, I'm going to host an event that is 25 minutes long and you will learn all about how to manage stress at work before the Christmas holiday. I'm going to address questions such as how am I going to get all of the things done that I need to get done before Christmas, before the end of the year, before maybe tax season is around, all these different things. So it's going to be three events, as I mentioned. We're going to start on November 4th, and then the next event will be November 11th. It's also on Monday, also at 8.30. And then we're going to head over to November 18th, which is also on Monday, and the week before the Thanksgiving holiday. And I'm going to share with you, as I mentioned, different tools and techniques on how to better manage stress. If you are interested in joining this three-module mini-series, it is a free event. Yes, you heard correctly. It is for free. I want to help as many people as possible go into the holiday season a little bit more relaxed and you are more than welcome and more than invited to join this mini-series. If you are interested, make sure to head over to www bluemountainmindfulness.com forward slash specials and leave your email in order to receive all of the details that you need in order to join that event. If you think now, oh my God, on Mondays I cannot join this event, that is totally okay for everyone that is signing up on this special email list will receive the recording of each video every week after the event has taken place. But you will only be able to receive these videos if you are on the mailing list. So make sure that you're heading over to www.bluemountainmindfulness.com forward slash specials. Make sure that you are sharing this information as well with your friends, with your colleagues. Do this together to help each other to manage stress at work and be prepared for the holiday season. I'm super excited about the event, as you can tell, so make sure to head over to my website and I will see you hopefully on November 4th. So let's jump into today's podcast episode topic, my four biggest takeaways from the Costa Rican jungle. First of all, you might be wondering if you haven't followed me on Instagram, what did I do in Costa Rica and why am I going to share with you the experiences that I took away? Well, 
I went on a 100-hour yoga teacher training retreat in order to work towards my 500-hour yoga teacher training certification. A lot of people always ask me, are you planning to teach yoga and meditation? And the answer is really no. Yoga and meditation for me are my own personal stress management tools, but I believe that everybody needs to make their own decision on what different tools they use in order to manage stress. If you have listened to my podcast for a while now, you know that my mission really is to show people that you can manage stress also in a non-spiritual way. And initially, I had a lot of trouble to share with my community and even to share with you today that I went on a yoga teacher training retreat because I was afraid to be judged and I was afraid that people really put me into this bucket of, oh, Julia is a spiritual teacher, she's doing yoga and meditation, and that is why everything she's talking about is not applicable for me and is not really interesting for me. So I really want to be vulnerable with you today and I want to share with you what I took away from this experience and why it is so important to share these learnings with you, no matter if you are into yoga or not. Because for me, at the end of the day, yoga is really my own personal development tool as well. And I learned so much about myself that I can even make a podcast episode about this. So I really hope that you're staying and that you're going to listen to my four biggest takeaways on the Costa Rican jungle. So my first takeaway was really the power of community. We were 14 women and one man that joined the yoga teacher training retreat this year in Costa Rica. And it is really powerful to see how you can connect with those 14 or 15 people if you are in a contained space for a contained period of time and you can really dive into this experience. And while I'm saying that it is so powerful to be in this community and to be with people that are just sharing the same interests, is that it is creating a very safe space to open up and to be vulnerable. One of the first things that our yoga teachers told us was that if we are feeling any resistance or any triggers towards one of the participants in the trainings, we should always ask ourselves the question, what are they triggering in us that we have not resolved for ourselves? That is maybe an insecurity within us or a fear or maybe a judgment, maybe some jealousy, something that we would like to work on within ourselves and that somebody is kind of mirroring back to us. And I thought this question was so, so powerful. And I want you to maybe even think about this right now as well when you're hearing this, is who is somebody in your environment that is triggering you, that you're feeling resistance towards? And be honest with yourself and ask yourself this next question around what is maybe unresolved within you that creates this resistance. And I'm going to give you a very specific example. So at the beginning, I met one of the participants. She was 28 years old and I felt a little bit resistance towards her. I didn't really know why. She was pretty strict and firm um, and she was extremely accomplished and successful. She has a very powerful, very successful um, Instagram account where she has hundreds of thousands of people 
that are following her and she's making a lot of money with that as an influencer. And so at the beginning, when I first met her, I was like, ooh, I don't think I'm going to get along with this person because there's just something in her that that is that she's triggering within me. For example, after breakfast, she would always go immediately to her room to make sure that she's checking all of her Instagram feeds and that she's replying to all of the comments. And it really triggered me. And so I took a step back and I asked myself, what is this person triggering within me that um, maybe I need to resolve for myself or that I can work on? And the answer was really, first of all, I think jealousy of somebody that is five years younger than me, that has an extremely accomplished um, business at that age and is making a six-figure revenue with this business. And so, yeah, so there was definitely some jealousy and there was definitely um, some triggers because of that. You know, she was really strict with herself, um, you know, go going back after breakfast immediately to work on her business. And I really thought that that was really cool, actually, what she was doing. So when I got to know her, we got along so well and we spent so much time together to talk about all the different things. So the trigger that I felt within me was really not validated. Like the thing that I thought about her, that projection that I made on her with my fears and my insecurities was actually not true. So once I started to really get to know her and open myself up to meet this person and to ask her questions and to learn about her story, I learned that she just had insecurities and all these different fears and things um, that she was working on herself. And what is so powerful about this community and being in this contained space with the same people for an extended period of time is that you actually open up to meeting these people that you're really daring to ask kind of the tough questions, that you're taking the time to meeting someone that you would never maybe really get to know in a realist, in a normal environment. And this is so powerful because honestly, all of the people that I met were so wonderful people. They had all their strengths and they all had their weaknesses and they all had their really powerful personal stories to tell. And this is one thing that I always think that we forget so, so quickly, especially in the work context, but also just in general terms. And I think it is really important to practice this, to practice the question of what is this person triggering in me and why is this a trigger within myself? What do I need to resolve within myself that this person is not triggering anymore, something within me, a fear, an insecurity, and something that I have to learn myself, maybe something that I should be more, maybe this person is super loving and super um, social, and you are not a very social, loving person, and or maybe you don't consider yourself a very social person, so you're feeling triggered by this person, but honestly, you should work on this characteristic or on this skill yourself. So it is a really powerful mirror that you're looking into for two weeks and it was really, really powerful. So my takeaway number one was really the power of community, the power of getting to know these people, to opening up to all of the different stories, to all of the different personality types and to learn more about yourself in the question of what do I need to resolve? What do I need to look at in order to create a stronger personality? So that was my first takeaway. 
The second takeaway was also really powerful for me because it was something that I could very, very much connect with. And the topic was about knowing when to push forward and to be really, really resistant and to be really ambitious with the goal that you have. And at the same time, know when to surrender and know when to give up control and know when you have to really just trust and surrender into a situation. And that has really triggered, not that that didn't really trigger me. Um, I thought that was so powerful as well. This second takeaway, because I feel like over the last 10 months building my own company, I've definitely sometimes pushed too hard. I put too much control into it because I'm a controlling person. I love to have control over everything. I'm very organized and very structured. If I set my mind to something, I usually achieve it. So if I'm working with people together, this can sometimes become a problem, right? Like to completely honest with you, yes, it can sometimes become a problem. Um, and sometimes I need to learn when to ask for help or when um, to, to kind of just let time take it let time just take its place and just move on from whatever it is that I'm currently working on and surrender and trust that the right thing will happen. Because sometimes I realized I spend a lot of time on things like following up with people about, you know, organizing an event, for example, or a training for their company and they don't get back to me. And I'm getting super, super frustrated about it. So I follow up with them maybe a second time. And maybe I even follow up with them a third time. <laughs> and I'm spending a lot of time and energy to follow up with people. And I really had this realization during the training that it is my own insecurity because I wonder, do people not like me? Um, why are they not replying back to me? And instead, to really just take a step back and say, okay, I feel like I've tried everything I can in order to maybe convince these people to book a training with me. And now it's all about moving on, trust and surrender that whatever will happen will happen and focus my energy on the next thing. And so that was very powerful. And our teachers talked about how difficult it is to know when we have to continue to push forward and when to surrender. And there's no right or wrong answer to that. I think it comes with life experience and with being very, very honest with ourselves in which part of this process we currently are in. But I, I really take this on and I have really tried to implement that since I'm back from Costa Rica because I know that I can be controlling and that I can get really nervous about certain things and then I spend a lot of time following up with people and I spend a lot of time on worrying about things and it is really a waste of my time because either it will happen if people are really interested to work with me they will reach out and if they are not then that's totally okay it does not have to be a reflection of my own personality or of my skills and capabilities so that was my second big takeaway making sure to know when to push through and when to surrender so my second big takeaway is actually moving right into my third biggest takeaway of letting go of control. And I've already talked a little bit about this in the second takeaway because I, I am definitely an A-type personality. 
I like when everything is structured and organized. I'm an extremely ambitious person and I always say that this is one of the reasons why I have experienced also a lot of stress in my life, why I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to get a lot of things done. Um, sometimes unrealistically a lot of things and so I'm just putting too much stuff on my calendar and I'm trying to control everything. In my life, I have made the experience that oftentimes in the work context that can work very well, except that I obviously suffered from burnout and anxiety and so it was very unhealthy to be so controlling and to be um, so, so strict with myself. But especially in my love life, I have learned that um, being controlling is not a good skill to have. And that it is extremely important to trust and to surrender and to whatever happens, happens. And I'm going to give you a very specific example about this as well, because I've been struggling in my relationships with trust because I have made multiple experiences over the course of my love life and my, my relationships that I was betrayed twice um, by partners. And so being in the new relationship with my partner today, I've been really scared that he betrays me again. So what do I do because I am fearful of being betrayed? I'm controlling, right? And I'm trying to check on him. I'm trying to send him messages and check all these different things and be super controlling about the whole situation. But I had to learn that it is extremely important to let go of this control because it's not healthy to be this way in the first place, as all of you probably know. But in the second place, it is also not really healthy for your relationship because you need to trust your partner. And if the relationship is not built on trust, then it is extremely important to have the relationship in the first place. And it can destroy a lot of different things. And it sometimes can even push someone into that direction of the biggest fear that you have. So letting go of control is definitely an extremely big thing in my life that I'm constantly working on because it is in my nature to control everything or to want to control everything at all times. And so that was a really powerful reminder, especially being in Costa Rica with a very limited internet connection, with very limited service and very limited time as well to be able to talk to my partner. And really moving into that trust and being okay that even if I don't know everything, it is okay. It is absolutely okay. And it is important to trust our partners and to go to move more into trust. So this was my second and third takeaway kind of combined. So letting go of control, moving into surrendering and really trusting. And then my fourth takeaway was that it is really important to take time for yourself. And it is so, so powerful to take time for yourself. I was not really ready, to be honest with you, to be in Costa Rica. I had traveled so much over the last four months that all I wanted when I was back at home was to not go away again and to travel again. So just to give you a little bit of insight, over the last four months, I traveled to four different cities across the US. I was in San Diego, San Francisco, Miami, and New York. And then I traveled to Europe. I was in Portugal, 
in Germany. I traveled to three different cities in Germany. I was in Berlin, in Hamburg, and in my hometown, a really small town, an hour south of Leipzig. And then I flew to Dublin, Ireland, in order to give a, tra a couple of different trainings, actually, um, to different companies. And then I flew back to the US. And then I was home for 10 days, two weeks, and then I flew to Costa Rica. So needless to say that I was actually really ready to be at home or I was really ready for a vacation with my partner, but not being away from my partner again and not doing something else. It was definitely not a vacation when you're having a 100-hour yoga teacher training over a two-week period. That's definitely a lot of work and a lot of content and a lot of time that you have to sit still and you, that you have to listen And I wasn't really ready for that. So I felt a lot of resistance, especially initially over the first couple of days to be in Costa Rica. It was extremely hot and muggy. It was 100% humidity. Here in the, in the mountains, in Lake Tahoe, I think we have really little humidity. I don't know if it's 10% or 20%. Um, but it's definitely very dry climate. So moving into this complete different climate is also extremely challenging and tiring for your body alone right because you have to get used to a new climate everything felt hot and muggy um our clothes were kind of feeling wet our sheets felt kind of wet and we didn't have ac in our rooms so it was really a kind of a eco retreat style experience and the first couple of days i felt a lot of resistance and i just wished to be back home sleeping in my own bed being with my partner and being able also, of course, to work on my business because that's absolute priority for me um, this year. But I was forced by the power of nature and by the power of my own planning to be in Costa Rica. I had spent a lot of money to be there. So I really had to be really clear with myself of why I was there. But After that two-week experience, I can tell you with all of the confidence that it was such a powerful experience for me. I learned so much about myself and it was so powerful to be by myself as well instead of being with my partner because some experiences you just better do on your own, especially when it's a yoga teacher training and my partner is not at all into yoga or meditation. And so, so yeah, so that was so powerful for me. Um, and I know that I use powerful a lot in today's podcast episode, but that was really what the experience was. It was a very powerful experience for all the different reasons. And yeah, taking time for yourself and really having time to reflect on all the things that happened and, you know, being really clear with you what you want to do next. So I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of brainstorming and working on a lot of different, very exciting projects and just having time to relax in some ways, right? Um, and having time for myself to get really clear on what is important for me. What do I want to do next? For that part, it was really powerful. And also just the people that I met during that experience and all of the powerful networks that I was able to create is absolutely priceless um, and first of all my partner was obviously super excited to see me again I was very excited to see him again as well even though we missed each other a lot and um, during the two weeks um, the the welcome back is almost is always so much more is always so exciting 
and you don't realize how quickly you settle back into your day-to-day -day life when you're back at home. So after one or two days, I was just going back to normal and everything was okay again. Um, and I felt happy and safe and grateful for the experience and at the same time being back at home. But yeah, really taking time for yourself and having time to reflect And honestly, also having time to heal some of the things that usually you don't have time to heal because we are always so busy and we're always running around and we're in this constant red race where we're taking care of everyone else but us. It is so powerful to take a step back and do something for yourself. So I hope that you have a couple of takeaways for yourself as well from today's podcast episode, I would always love to hear from you. I am posting on my Instagram channel every week um, the podcast episode and you have the chance to ask me any questions that you might have about this episode or to share with me anything that you're taking away from this podcast episode, anything that maybe reminded you to take care of. I would always love to hear from you. So make sure to head over to my Instagram account. It's under at Blue Mountain Mindfulness. I'm super excited to hear from you there always. And yeah, this is all I wanted to share with you today. Um, make sure as well that if you are interested in the three module series on how to manage stress at work before the Christmas holiday, that you're heading over to my website, www.bluemountainmindfulness.com forward slash specials. I would love to see you there. And yeah, this is all I wanted to share with you today. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. I hope that you take a few things away for yourself. With gratitude, Julia. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a five-star rating. If you know someone who would benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them, no matter if it is your friends, your colleagues and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. In that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. And as I mentioned, I also have a wonderful YouTube channel now where you can post comments and questions. So please reach out. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia.